This is Jeff Scandridge, and this is the Innovation Junkies Podcast. If you want to drastically improve your business, learn proven growth strategies, and generate sustained results for your organization, you've come to the right place. Over the next half hour, we're going to be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and tips that you can use to grow your business, no matter the size, no matter the industry, and no matter the geography. Weekly, we'll bring in a top mover and shaker, someone who's done something unbelievable with his or her business, and we'll dig deep. We'll uncover specific strategies, tactics, and tools that they've used to help you achieve your business goals. Welcome to the Innovation Junkies Podcast. Hey guys, if you're looking to put your business on the fast track to achieving sustained strategic growth, this episode is sponsored by the team at Innovation Junkie. To learn more about our Growth DX, go to innovationjunkie.com backslash growth DX. Now let's get on with the show. Hey guys, Jeff Standridge here and welcome to another episode of the Innovation Junkies podcast. How you doing, Jeff? I'm glad to be back. Another another great day to have a good conversation, hopefully help innovators figure out what to do next. Always good to, to be here. And today's another bonus episode. What are we talking about today, Jeff? Well, you know, we were we were thinking about what we do to, you know, to stay in shape and to kind of clear our heads and, and thinking about how that connects to leadership. And I know you're a, well, there you go. Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> you see is those gonna, guns? Gonna definitely be a viewer after that post. Did you see those guns? We're here huh? to pump you up, right? <laughs> But in you know, in all seriousness, we have both been involved in in some form of endurance athletics mm-hmm. at different points during our lives and whatnot. I know it was we, you know, high school and college athletics and different things as well. But I know you're really an avid distance cyclist now. You're doing hundred mile, hundred and fifty mile rides. I, I'm a trail runner uh, and I enjoy that as well. And there's a certain uh, Zen, or I think it informs the way we lead. So talk about that a little bit. What is what is the time you spend in the saddle on a long ride do for you in terms of leadership, innovation, strategic thinking, etc.? You know, I have I have spent some time thinking about that, and uh, you know, there are a couple of observations that I've made. One, probably one of the most profound observations, profound observations. is I have noticed that I only improve when I cycle routinely with people who are better than I am. And, you know, I've, I've talked for a long time about uh, leaders who are fives on a scale of one to ten. They tend to hire sevens. Uh, and as a result, they remain fives. Uh, uh, and, and if they would hire eights or nines, it would move them up the scale themselves. And so uh, as I started working out routinely, cycling routinely with people who were faster and uh, more powerful than I in the saddle, uh, I found a, an exponential increase in my ability to be uh, to improve speed and power and endurance and what have you. That's that's probably number one. Uh, number two is similar, but it's it's the um, I rode a, a 100 mile ride about three months ago. And to give you an example, I'm, I'm a B group rider, kind of a B plus group rider. Mm-hmm. So my average uh, speed is about 16 and a half to 17 and a half. And that's on a, you know, anywhere from a 40 to, to a 80 to 100 mile ride. I rode, it was a flat course, uh, mind you, but uh, rode a 100 mile ride about two months ago. 
and we happened to latch on to a peloton or a group of cyclists riding together, about two dozen. And it was the fastest group that I had ever ridden with for an entire almost 100-mile ride. And by the time I finished that ride, we were at 19 miles per hour on average. And I felt no better or no worse than a ride where I had finished at 16 and a half to 17 and a half miles an hour on average. And so that really taught me, uh, similar to the point I just brought up about surrounding yourself with faster people, mm-hmm. but, but the, but the, um, the benefit of having, I kind of equate it to culture, this culture mm-hmm. of mutual respect and encouragement mm-hmm. and, and lending a helping hand and falling off of the front and rolling to the back and then circling around and giving people breaks and, and it, it, drafting off one another. And, mm-hmm. and it just, it really spoke to me about the leadership benefit of the collective effort, I guess. Those are a couple of things yeah. that I've noticed. Yeah, and, and and just to follow on to that, so so there was a time when I when I rode a ton and I transitioned to to trail riding, but a, but a couple of observations that build on what you said is 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 one thing when you're facing a headwind or you're facing a sidewind and you've been out on the pavement for a long time, mm-hmm. if you're doing that by yourself, it's torture. I mean, oh. it's it's it truly is the race of of truth, and that there's nowhere to hide. There's also mm-hmm. nowhere to rely on, and it's totally between your own ears. And there's some good things that come from that struggle realizing you're not really done when you think you're done you can always go a little bit farther but when you're with a group and you've got a good system of echeloning where you're blocking the wind and where you're changing who's in front fighting the wind the magic that comes from that that collective effort i can remember one time being out on hot pavement we were riding across kansas it was a four-day ride and there were times in central kansas where I thought this, this is torture. How am I ever mm-hmm. going to make it? Mm-hmm. But because of the strength of those other riders were all better than me, you find a way, you find a way to hang in there. And you realize at any point during a ride, one, you're going to wish you were somewhere else. And you, in the strength of who's the strong rider in a given ride based on nutrition and, and electrolytes and how hydrated you are changes. So you end up having that second win. And it's typically at a point that's different yeah. than other members of the team. And all those things talk to, how important that group dynamic can mm-hmm. be when you're doing the shared activity in business. It's the same thing. We all have our That's ups right. and downs together. We're a lot stronger than we are individually. Yeah. So I mean, you said, I, I love you, some of what you're saying. Yeah. You said one other thing and I want to share that my, my third thing, and then I want to hand it to you and talk about trail running yeah. and some of your observations, yeah, yeah. but you talked about nutritional management. I also learned uh, what it's like to bonk 15 miles from yeah. home or 20 miles from home where, you know, I, I had no problem understanding the need for hydration. But yeah. when I first started cycling, the need to consume regularly uh, calories and, and how scary it can be to get 15 or 20 miles from home and just flat yeah. out bonk and have yeah. no other way to get home but to just pedal through it. Um, and, and so that, that as I equate that to leadership, this concept, I know you and I both are avid readers and we're avid consumers of of content that is designed to make us think, to make us better, to improve our skills, to improve our capabilities. Yeah. And, and that's another kind of parallel that I see in, in cycling. We're consuming uh, calories to keep us going and to keep us sharp and to keep us attuned. And in business, we're hopefully consuming content that is designed to do the same thing from a leadership and a business perspective. And, and with the mindset of always a little bit better, always that's a right. little bit that's better. Right. And, and I think we, we undertake some of these things as well to, kind of maintain that edge, constantly mm-hmm. challenging 
yourself to go a little bit farther, to go a little bit faster, to be a little bit better. And I mean, it's, it's great stuff. And, 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 you know, as I, as I think about the trail running side of it, to contrast that a little bit is first of all, a lot of people would mountain bike on the trails that I typically mm-hmm. run, but I'm not well enough coordinated to, to be any good on a mountain bike. So amount of self-preservation, but what I find is different, whether I'm, whether I'm uh, with somebody where a cycling is very social, you can, t- you can talk, you can have conversations. The thing that I like about trail running is there's a mindfulness and a solitude associated with it. When you're doing it by yourself, it's you and the trail, but unlike running on the pavement, which can be monotonous and mm-hmm. jarring on the thing that I get from trail running is I'm constantly having to look up ahead, see what's coming next. But I also have to be mindful of every footfall because mm-hmm. there's rocks and there's stops and everything else. So it's almost like a pilot. It forces you into the, the situation where you have to have that forward looking scan while also paying attention to what the plane is telling you, what the mm-hmm. instruments are telling mm-hmm. you. Trail running is the same way. And after time, after a few miles in and you get over that initial angst and worry and the anxiety associated with it, there's this clearness of thinking that comes through that to where you're in the flow that they talk about sometimes where you're not even feeling the steps. Yeah. It's just, it unlocks. And I find I do some of my best creative thinking with that solitude that informs what we do in business and whatnot. And I don't run fast anymore. At best it'd be a combat shuffle. Some people would say it's a fast walk where the guy's fake and running, but, but it really is something that provides the clarity of being able to think through problem solving clearly in trail running. Anyway, running on there, but no, that's good. I, uh, questions you might have about it. I have some of those same kind of solitude moments where I'm writing and I think of something and the problem is I, I I'm not coordinated enough to pull my pad and pencil out and write it down. Yeah. So I forget by the time. <laughs> I'm back. You just hope you don't forget, right? That it stays <laughs> right. with you afterwards. That's right. Yeah. But. Well, great. Uh, another another bonus episode of the Innovation Junkies podcast. We're talking about the parallels to leadership and business between uh, biking, uh, road cycling, and uh, trail running. Uh, Jeff and I both uh, indulge in those activities every once in a while and the things that we've learned that we can apply to our businesses on a daily basis. Thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Hey folks, this is Jeff Amrine. We want to thank you for tuning in. We sincerely appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the Innovation Junkies podcast, please do us a huge favor. Click the subscribe button right now and please leave us a review. It would mean the world to both of us. And don't forget to share us on social media.